up, my friends? I am back with episode six here for you to talk about stress. Should be a four-letter word, but it's really a five-letter word because stress is so impactful on our lives. And the reason I want to bring this up to our attention today is because it's becoming close to summertime. Today is May 4th. I feel like the summer, you know, body situation is intense for a lot of us as far as wanting to look and feel a certain way to fit in, feel good, have body confidence, you know, self-awareness at the pool, at the beach, in our shorts, in our tank tops. So I feel like this time of year invokes an extra amount of stress on our bodies and on our minds. And so stress in the self-care realm is sort of, I don't want to say it's hand in hand, but I feel like in a way it is because when we get stressed out above our normal level of stress, now everyone has a level of stress. Everyone has life. (laughs) And unless you're permanently on vacation, which if you are, you're a baller and I'm jealous. (laughs) So everyone has a level of stress that makes them operate, get out of bed, do their tasks, accomplish their goals every day, feed their kids, feed themselves, drink their water. Like that's a normal level of stress. Exercise is a stress actually. It's a good stress. It is a way for our body to release some of our built up anxiety, tension, um, release those good hormones, endorphins, serotonin levels increase, all that stuff. So when I talk about stress, From my platform as a self-care coach, I really want to have you guys understand that it is, one, a crucial part of our life to get us functioning and going every morning. Two, if we tip the scales to the other side of stress, meaning you say yes too much, meaning you overschedule your life, your kids' lives, you don't prepare for anything, everything's all like, as my mom loves to say, willy-nilly. <laughs> Love you, mom. Um, it can really impact how you function on a regular basis. So when we go into that role of people-pleasing, of saying yes because you want that boss, uh, you, if I could talk, that would be great. If you want that promotion at work and your boss is asking you to do something, you say yes to it because you think it's going to help your chances. So these are all, whether we realize it, and most of us don't, adds to our stress pile. We all have a stress pile every single day. Usually in the morning when we wake up, it's pretty low, and as the day goes on, our stress pile accrues. So maybe at the end of your day, it's a stress mountain, and that's not healthy. This is where taking care of yourself comes into play. If you've gone days, weeks, months, potentially years without remembering and realizing that like, hey, I am a functioning being and I need care also, aside from your children if you have them, aside from your partner if you have one, aside from your work, uh, aside from your animals, if you don't pour the care back into yourself that you're giving everything else, your stress pile will become Mount Everest. It will become so high. And I really need us to pause and take that in for a moment because our ability to sift through the stresses that are important and find those and keep those in one pile and then sift out the stresses that are not important. You know, like for instance, in my opinion, 
how we look to others or how others feel about us is important to some people and can stress people out. It's something I've fought with my whole life. And as I continue to dive deeper into caring for myself and developing myself spiritually and my confidence, I feel like my ability to not care what others think grows, which is great. But then there are situations like I put myself in the other day where I joined this new group and I'm really excited and we had an in-person meeting. Can you believe it? In person. It was amazing. But I found myself going back to my old ways, like pre-COVID of, okay, well, I need to make sure my hair is right. I need to have like a little bit of makeup on. I should probably paint my toenails. Maybe I should blow dry my hair. Oh, I'll use this purse because it makes me look, you know, cooler or, and I don't want to be late. And all these things are going on in my brain. That's old Meredith, new Meredith, self-care coach Meredith had to stop myself and say, breathe. It doesn't really matter at all what these people think of you as far as what you look like. I mean, if you come in your pajamas and your hair is all messy and maybe you haven't showered in a couple days or brushed your teeth, that's probably a problem. (laughs) That's probably something we need to talk about. That's a different level of self-care. But I mean, it's about being included in a new group. It's about being welcomed. It's that tribe mentality. The stress that you put on yourself to fit into a new group or even the group that you're currently in, whether it's friend-wise, whether it's work-wise, whether it's even part of your family, is so high if we allow it to get out of control. I had to stop myself and say, mm, doesn't matter. I feel good in the stress My toenails are fine. I took a shower. I put a little bit of mascara on and some bronzer because when I do that, I feel good. I feel like I present my best self that I can. So I went and I had a great time and I was myself fully. But those initial few moments prior to getting there is when that old self came back of stressing out, worrying, thinking, being anxious. That high leveling of anxiety increases your stress. And that's something that it is a habit. If you guys knew that, I don't know if you knew that, but it is a habit. If you don't realize how you think, talk, and feel every single day is a habit, then we need to pause and break that down. Because how we feel about ourselves, how we talk to ourselves, about ourselves, and around ourselves, and how we act is a habit. So realizing all of those components individually and together can create stress in your life or can help you to dissolve some stress. Because in a way, if you're not happy with who you are, that's going to create stress and anxiety anytime you're in a social function, social setting, if you're outside of your home. When you're home, I'm sure you're fine. But if you don't think about yourself in a positive way, I'm trying my best today, I'm going to do everything I can in my power to be on time, to feel good about myself, and to go into the space, whether it's work, whether it's your kid's school, whether it's you know dinner with a friend, and not have anxiety because I'm going to just be in the moment, that will take some stress away. And that practice of saying that to yourself over and over, just be in the moment, I'm just going to do the best I can. Things are going to flow naturally. What happens with me is I try to control everything. I am a control freak. It's funny. My sister (laughs) pointed this out to me like a couple years ago. I, y'all, I had no idea I was a control freak. Zero. And she said that to me. She's like, yeah, it's just because you're a control freak. And we were talking about like doing something. And I was like, wait, what? 
I am. She said, yeah, you didn't know that about yourself? I was like, oh my God, are you serious right now? I, I'm a control freak? I had no idea. And then after she said that, all these like pieces like broop, lined up and I realized that, yeah, I am a control freak. <laughs> so that knowing, that awareness made such a huge shift in how I think about myself and how I function in my life with my family, with my children, with my friends. I liked to plan and do all the things to make everyone happy. My control freakishness came from people pleasing because again, it goes back to my childhood trauma. If everyone was happy, no one would ask questions. And if nobody asked questions, then I could keep hiding who I really was. And on the outside, everything was great, but on the inside, it was a shit show. So if you see what I'm doing here with talking to you for these past nine minutes, I'm trying to connect these dots for you. That stress isn't just superficial. Yes, sometimes it is, but typically it's connected to a deeper root issue that if you don't take the time to think about, to journal through, to meditate on, to talk to your therapist, to talk to a friend, a spouse, whatever, it's going to stay deep and it's going to stay hidden. And so those cycles of stressors and stress in your life is going to continue to happen. So again, pausing to take that in and, and maybe take notes, pause me if you need to try to figure out just three. I like three because it's easy and it's quick. Just three things right now at the top of your head. What stresses you out the most? What three things stress you out the most? So pause me if you need to do this practice, come back when you're ready. What three things stress you out the most? When you dive into those three things, just quick one, two, three, Stop at number one and say, okay, this A stresses me out. Well, why? What's the situation? What's my train of thought around it? What's the habit I've created around this stress in my life? Do that for all three. And hopefully at the end of that practice, you'll see, okay, these are the three things that stress me out. This is why I get stressed out. These are the situations I get stressed out most in. And then you can become aware. You guys, awareness in this space is so freeing. Once you become aware of your triggering of stress, of your top three stressors, of the situations that cause the stress, so on and so forth, you know, you know, once you know, when you have that power, it gives you the freedom, the space, the capacity to now be aware, to unravel, to let it go because you know. Before, you might have been walking around without really knowing why you're stressed and what causes it. But now, if you've done this practice, your top three stressors, and why you get stressed out, what you feel like, what you talk like, what you act like, what you sound like, when you become stressed out, do you sweat, do you talk fast, like all those things, you're going to know. And once you know, you can't unknow it. So it is a practice, meaning I'm not saying you need to write down your top three stressors every day. If you want to, great. But what I'm saying is... Figure those top three things out. If you want to make it six or eight or ten things, whatever, that's fine. But what I'm trying to get you to do is see what those things are that stress you out the most and then take it head on. Dive into it. Figure out why and then break it down further and then keep breaking it down. Because I promise you that each, the reason you have each of those three stressors is, is there's a root. And so if you can get to that root and pull that out all the way, you can rid yourself of it permanently, but it takes practice. Just like being good at a sport, just like learning a new language, 
just like anything, you guys, it's a practice. It's something I tell my kids all the time. You have to practice. Practice does not make perfect. Practice can make progress, but you have to practice. Maybe not every single day, but often. And you will see results. It's just like working out. And the reason I'm talking to you guys about this is because I have a really good friend that I've had since high school. And we were talking about weight loss, and she's, she feels stuck in, uh, in her journey with weight loss. And she wants to be a place at her weight where she's not. And the first thing that popped into my mind when she's talking to me about this is stress. And I said, girl, you got a lot of stress. You're not sleeping all the way, most likely. You're probably not hydrating enough. And you're not giving yourself enough recovery. Like, she's been hitting it hard in the gym. She's crushing it. Her workouts are awesome. I'm so proud of her. But it's because of the element of intensity is so high for so long that you're going to tax yourself. This is another conversation, the adrenal fatigue, but it's real. And I promise you, I've had it many times and it sucks. It sucks the life out of you. So what I told my friend to do, what I prescribed for her to do was to find these stressors in her life. What are the top elements of stress? Again, those three, those three things that I said before. Find those elements of stress and see if you can combat them. See if you can make those stressors smaller or dissolve completely. And, and it's not a problem until it's a problem. And if you're stuck with something that isn't working, you got to find out why it's not working. Get to the bottom of that problem, and I promise you, your life will change. It might not change magically and drastically and hugely, but just that one small change will add to another small change, will add to another small change, and it will grow, and it will be awesome. So that's what I got for you today. I hope this talk about stress didn't stress you out. (laughs) My goal is to never stress you out. It's to help you. I felt called today to uh, make another podcast, and stress was like bing in the forefront of my mind for sure. So I hope you guys got something out of it. If you did, please continue to follow my podcast. Please leave a review if you can. Share it with all your friends and all your family. I want to help everybody to feel good, everybody to get to the bottom of their issues so they can feel good and look good and be good and be healthy mentally and physically. That is my goal for you today and every single day. So go forth, have a great day, move your booty, drink your water, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.